Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking all about the escape collection of weddings and vow renewals at Walt Disney World. My guest today is Remy Castles, who had an escape wedding at Walt Disney World, and she is going to be sharing her expertise as we take a look at how the escape collection works, what is included, what can be changed, and answer frequently asked questions about the package. So welcome, Remy. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Before we get started, can you tell my listeners a little bit about your escape wedding? Yeah, so we actually had a noon ceremony at the Wedding Pavilion on December 17th, and we had our cake and champagne celebration at the Citricoast Rotunda. That's interesting. Did you specially request that? Yeah, so I had seen on um, in the Diz Brides group a picture of the ballroom that they typically use for the cake and champagne celebration, and I just did not like it at all. I mean, there's no windows. It looks a little dated. So I actually just emailed Lindsay, our coordinator, and basically said, hey, you know, the ballroom just really isn't something that I think I want to have. You know, like, is there anything else we can do? And I had seen where people have done Citricoast Rotunda before. So I specifically asked for that location. And she just replied and said, yeah, no problem, and changed it right away. Okay, that's great. And we will talk a little bit more about this when we get to the section about the cake and champagne reception, because, yeah, depending on where your ceremony is, you may have some options on where the reception is held. So to get started, the escape package is where most people start when they're investigating Disney weddings. So when you first find out that Disney does weddings at Walt Disney World, a lot of times you look at the escape package because it's a pretty good size and it's a flat fee. Now, sometimes it turns out that maybe wishes works better for you, but often people will find that they can get everything they need and even customize the package so that for less money than you would spend with wishes, you can have everything you want for your Disney wedding. So let's talk about what all that that is. The escape collection is a package that is available for the couple and up to 18 guests, so that's 20 people total, and kids under age three don't count toward the guest count. So that can help if you do have a little one, you don't have to worry about them counting toward the guest count. Escape weddings and vow renewals are only held Monday through Friday, and they're not available on holidays. So sometimes this can make the difference. If you're set on a specific date and it's a Saturday or a Sunday, sometimes automatically you need to investigate wishes. The price range for an escape collection package is $7,000 to $8,000, and that depends on which location you choose. So in a second, we're going to talk about all the different location options and how much they cost. 
the package comes with pretty much everything you need to have a wedding. If you are an easy one and done kind of person, this could be a thing where you just check off the boxes, you have everything you wanted, and you don't have to work really hard on customizing or make a lot of decisions. So it can be really good if you want just a very easy way to elope or have a small wedding at Walt Disney World. The package comes with a fresh floral bridal bouquet and boutonniere. And if you're two brides or you're two grooms, you can swap that around. You can get two smaller bouquets. You can get just boutonnieres and some extra petals. They have different options in those instances. It also comes with a violinist to play for the duration of the event. There is a cake and champagne celebration. So that is a cake. It's a two-tier cake that comes with a topper. And you get two bottles of champagne or four bottles of cider or you could have one bottle of champagne and two bottles of cider. It also includes four consecutive hours of limousine, charter limousine service, which means that the limo can make as many trips as you need it to in a four hour period. So usually that's enough to get you to the ceremony and then to maybe the restaurant where you're having a meal after the cake and champagne reception. It also includes the services of a professional Disney photographer for up to two hours. So that's basically like a half an hour before the event to get a few getting ready photos or a few bridal portraits than the event, including the cake and champagne reception. And that comes with a Jasmine album of 26 by 9 images. Jasmine is the name given to the album by Disney Photography, but when we talk about upgrades, you can upgrade the size and type of album that you get. You also get a disk or a USB drive of high-res versions of all your images with no watermark. So this is great because it allows you to make albums, print photos. You can do anything you want with these photos because they don't have Disney's watermark on them, on the high-res images. They also usually include a low-res version of all the images that's like a preview version, and often that will have Disney's watermark on it. And then the last thing included in the package is you have an on-site wedding coordinator for your event. So this is the person who you will be in touch with. Sometimes it's two different people, but usually it's the same person that you've been in touch with after you're done with the sales process. So after you sign your contract, which we're going to talk about in a minute, you get passed to a wedding coordinator who helps you figure out all the details and takes down all of your preferences. And that is usually the person who also attends the event on the day of the wedding or vow renewal. Sometimes they have to swap out for somebody else, but it's somebody who's going to be there to make sure everything runs smoothly on the day of your event. Now the package does not include a reception. This can sometimes throw people because at Disneyland, the Escape Collection package actually has a meal included in it. But at Walt Disney World, there's no meal, just the cake and champagne. So if you do want to add something a little more formal and private than just going to a restaurant afterwards, you can add what they call a catered event through your wedding planner. So that would be a two hour meal, no DJ, no dancing. It's just a meal. It only lasts two hours. But the great thing is you can work with the same wedding planner you're working with on your wedding and he or she can book the space and help you pick out the menu and arrange any decor or entertainment that you want to add. So that can be really helpful. So to get started, you're going to need to make a deposit of $1,000, which is due within two weeks of booking. So after you've made that call to Disney, they've said that your date and your time and your location are available. You have two weeks to get them a $1,000 deposit. And then the rest of the price of the package is due 30 days before your event. 
Now of that deposit, $650 is applied toward your final payment for your escape package, and then $350 is reserved for any overages. So if you incur any extra expenses on the day of the event, like you suddenly decide that you want to add cartons of milk for the kids or, you know, more sodas or something like that, they will take that out of the $350 that they've held over. And if you don't use it, then you get that refunded within two weeks after the event. Now you can start talking to Disney at 11 months out from the date that you want, and you can book at 10 months out. So this is actually extended for many years. You couldn't book until eight months out. So it's nice now you can book at 10 months out. And when you call around 11 or 12 months out, they will pencil you in. And what this is, is just an unofficial designation that they make a note for themselves that you're interested in this location, this time, this day. And then on the day that you are able to book exactly 10 months out, they will already know what you want. But it's not an official thing when you get penciled in, quote unquote. So don't worry if you didn't get penciled in. If you call up six months out, if as long as it's available, you can still have it. There's not a lot of competition for the various escape wedding locations, except for the wedding pavilion. Sometimes you'll find out, oh, a Wishes collection event already has that or another escape couple already booked it. But usually, especially like the Yacht Club gazebo and Seabreeze Point, you shouldn't have any trouble getting those locations. So we actually booked only about maybe a little more than three months out. We initially booked a memories collection because we were going to elope. Then as the time got closer, I realized that I actually knew I did really want our close families there. So I contacted Disney again and they switched our package to escape. So we technically didn't book the actual escape collection until about three months out. And it just, it worked perfectly. The exact time that I wanted was available. The wedding pavilion was available. And for December, I thought that was like pretty great that everything was available. So it it is possible to still book the package, you know, pretty close to when you want your wedding to be. So great to hear. And especially in December, because that is one of the more popular months for Disney weddings. So I'm so glad to hear that you were able to get all of that. Now, when you book, they require that you also book a four-night stay at any Disney-owned resort. So that includes the Disney Vacation Club resorts, but not places like the Swan and Dolphin, which are not owned by Disney. You don't have to have that resort reservation right away, but you have, you know, a two-week grace period. You need to call back and give them the reservation number. If you later change resorts or whatever, that's fine. It's not a huge deal. Don't let the four-night stay stop you from booking when you're ready to book. But just know that that's something that they require. And they say in the contract that your stay cannot start on the day of your event. So they don't want you checking into Boardwalk Inn the day that you're going to have your wedding there. They want it to start at least one day before. The escape collection package includes tax and service charge, which means there are no hidden fees. Often you will see people ask, well, I want to do escape, but what does it really cost? If you stick with everything that's in the package, that's exactly what it costs. You don't have to pay extra service charge. You don't have to pay extra tax. There are no gotcha fees like, well, actually, if you're going to have guests, you really need to add, you know, two bottles of cider. They have everything that you need to have that number of guests. It's only when you want to modify, upgrade, add 
add things, that extra pricing comes in. And then those things that you add will have tax and potentially service charge added to them. So let's talk about the different locations that are available for the escape collection ceremonies. The outdoor resort locations are the wedding gazebo at the Yacht Club, Seabreeze Point, which is the gazebo you've probably seen from a friendship boat as you left Epcot, and Luau Point at Polynesian Village, which is the garden path that leads away from Luau Cove at the Polynesian. So if you've ever been to the Luau, the exit goes through this nice jungly garden, and on that path is where they have now started offering wedding ceremonies and vow renewal ceremonies. So outdoor resort locations like these three cost $7,000. You'll pay $7,000 for the escape package at those locations. If you want to be in a park, the only park that offers escape weddings is Epcot, and the only location is Canada Terrace. So that is the upper portion of the Canada Pavilion, usually back in front of the waterfall. Now that package costs $7,500 because it includes a minibus to transport all of your guests backstage and event guides to help guide your guests from the bus to the event and microphones because the waterfall is a little noisy so they have to have a sound system there so everybody can hear you say your vows. And then the wedding pavilion costs $8,000 but that package includes an organist in addition to the violinist, which is cool. And then the violinist can either play along with the organist or you can just have them play at the cake and champagne reception. Now, where your reception is going to be held depends on your venue. So if you are at the wedding gazebo at the Yacht Club or Seabreeze Point or Luau Point at the Polynesian Village, they usually just set up a table with the cake on it. And it's very nicely dressed. Sometimes people ask, you know, do they just plunk the cake on a table? Do I need to pay for decor? They always dig up some cool little plants or bookends or there's always some sort of cool staging element to the cake table for escape collection events, so don't worry about that. They set that table up right near your ceremony site. There will be little tables and chairs for your guests to sit at while they eat their cake and drink their champagne. If you have your event at Canada Terrace, same thing, right behind the seating area that faces the waterfall, up under the eaves of one of the buildings, they set up your cake, and you have everything in the same area as your ceremony, which is very convenient. When you're at the wedding pavilion, however, usually they will have you transfer over to the Grand Floridian Convention Center to have your cake and champagne reception in one of the small ballrooms there. Now, as Remy mentioned, these are windowless conference, like convention ballrooms. So some people love the way they're decorated. Some people hate their carpet. It's all personal preference, but they are not super inviting. And for a lot of people, they want to have a room with windows. So you can ask, like Remy did, you can ask if Citrico's lobby is available. That's a great option because they already use it as a rain backup. So if you were going to have, say, a memories collection ceremony on the beach at Luau Beach or Luau Point for escape, if it gets rained out, often they will hold the ceremony in the foyer at Citrico's. So you can also do your escape cake and champagne reception there. There is a place at the Grand Floridian Hotel called Commander's Terrace, which is kind of a, it's become sort of a smoking area, but it's a balcony that overlooks the feature pool and the DVC wing. That used to be where they held all of the escape receptions 
when you had your wedding at the wedding pavilion. And for many years, the hotel has not let Disney's fairy tale weddings use it. But I just heard of somebody who got to use it recently. And hopefully I will be interviewing that person on an upcoming show so we can find out how they were able to use it because it's very popular and I see so many people asking about it. So hopefully it's something that the resort has started letting Disney's fairy tale weddings hold the cake and champagne receptions there because it's really nice. And then there are places at the convention center. If you don't want a ballroom, but you still want to be at the convention center, you could ask about the Whitehall room and patio. It's very popular because it has a beautiful patio, so you have an indoor-outdoor space. But if no wishes collection or conventions have booked it, it might be available to you. And sometimes you have to kind of wait till the last minute to find out if you can get it, but that's definitely something to ask about. There's also a place called the Key West Room, which is a very small boardroom that also backs up onto the same Whitehall patio. That might be another one to ask about if you don't want to use a convention center ballroom. So we actually, the first option that I asked Lindsay about was Commander's Terrace. And we were told that, you know, because of the pool, they don't use it anymore. And so luckily we were able to get Citrico. So I'm also interested to hear (laughs) how this person got Commander's Terrace and how it ended up working out for them. Yeah, I think a lot of times they... I mean, they know what they're doing. They do tons of weddings every year. And it could be that enough people complained about the pool at Commander's Terrace that they were just like, we're not even going to deal with it anymore. But I feel like if enough people start asking for it and they say, you know, I'm okay with hearing kids screeching at the pool, it could be that it's not that hard to get it now. I don't know. But we'll we'll find out. To be continued. (laughs) So when you have an escape wedding, you have a choice of ceremony times. If you're doing the wedding pavilion, your choices are 9.30 a.m., noon, 2.30 p.m., or 5 p.m., Monday through Thursday. And if you want to get married on a Friday, your choices are 9.30 a.m. and noon. That's just at the wedding pavilion. For the outdoor resort locations, your choices are 9.30 a.m., noon, 2.30 p.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. They say except during daylight savings time. They say that during daylight savings time they don't offer the 5 p.m. ceremony time. I've never heard of them actually refusing someone who wanted a 5 p.m. ceremony time. I'm not sure if this is just a sort of like CYA thing that they put on the website, but I haven't heard of this actually being enforced. So if you have your heart set on a 5 p.m. ceremony during daylight savings time, definitely ask about it. And then if you choose Canada Pavilion at Epcot, the only ceremony time is 9 a.m. because you need to be in and out before World Showcase opens at 11. How did you guys decide on your ceremony time? When we initially were doing the memories collection, we had a, I want to say, is it, is memories the earliest nine or 10? Yeah, I think nine. It sounds familiar. Yeah. So we initially had that booked, but when we decided to do the wedding pavilion, My initial thought was, oh, let's do noon because that way I wouldn't have to wake up as early, but I still had to wake up as early because we we ended up adding a bunch of photography and videography, So, but I'm glad that we chose noon instead of 9.30. And then it just worked out that December 17th of 2017 is when my husband proposed to me at Epcot. And so it worked out that a year later on December 17th, 2018, it was a Monday and we could have the ceremony then. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it was really cool. And once I realized that the dates would all work, it's like, hey, let's do it this day. It already means something to us. And 
that's one less date that we have to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You'll never forget it. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about what additions and swaps you can make with the escape package. There isn't a ton of flexibility, but we're going to go over what you can change. So first of all, there are no other ceremony locations available. Often you will see people asking, well, can I get married at this other place in Epcot? Or, you know, can I use this other space that I've seen wishes events have a wedding? Unfortunately, with the escape package, the reason they can keep the cost contained and make it easy for them to pull off is that they have these limited ceremony locations that work really well for Disney. And so those are your only options. It's really important, I think, to actually go and see these venues in person. I know it can be hard if you don't, we live in Florida, so it's very easy for us. We go to Disney almost every single month. I know for some people, they aren't as fortunate to be able to do that. For us, when we initially booked, we actually booked Luau Point before we upgraded to Escape. And we went down and actually saw all of the memories venues in person. And that kind of is what started us switching over to escape just because none of the venues really felt like they were for us. And so, I mean, the second we walked into the wedding pavilion, we both just knew. So that's why I just think it's so important to go see these venues. And I think maybe sometimes the reason that people ask about other ceremony locations is because they haven't actually gone to these venues and see how beautiful they are in person. That's a really good point. Yeah. And I have a ton of pictures on fairytaleweddingsguide.com of all the locations. It's fairytaleweddingsguide.com slash WDW dash venues. And that page has all the resort locations, all the park locations. So you can look at a ton of different pictures and see if that helps if you're not able to get down there. And the next question I get a lot is, can I get some kind of credit if I don't use all the things in the package? So for example, probably most often people want to bring their own photographer and they want to know if they get credit for not using the Disney photographer. You do not, but they do have some swaps available that we're going to talk about in a second. So unfortunately, there's no way to save money on the package by refusing different elements. They have a choice of standard bouquets and they will let you swap some of the colors in the bouquets. I have photos of all of these on Fairytale Weddings Guide. I have a special page that just shows all of the escape floral and decor options. And so you can always upgrade your bouquet or add to it if you're willing to pay extra money. Usually they will let you change the colors of the flowers to any other color that the flower naturally occurs in. Although I've heard a couple instances lately where they said, no, you know, these are the, all that they have. So that's something you're definitely gonna wanna talk to your wedding coordinator about. You also don't have to stick with the floral packages they offer. In the last couple of years, they started offering these decor packages. So they have a couple that they suggest for the wedding pavilion, and they have a few they suggest for Canada Terrace. But you don't have to just get that one package and what's in it. You could just get the petals in it, or you could just get the altarpiece that's in it. They will work with you to price out what all the individual elements cost so you can pick and choose. And you can also bring your own bouquet. So if for some reason you hate all the bouquets or you are allergic to flowers or you just you want a bouquet that you can keep, you're welcome to bring your own bouquet. You just can't bring your own decor, meaning large ceremony decor like altarpieces, aisle runners, things like that. 
You can bring small DIY personal things like boutonnieres. You can bring bubbles if you want for the exit. You can bring programs, fans, things like that. But you couldn't just show up with pipe and drape and set it up around the altar or something like that. They're not going to let you do that. We actually customized this area quite a bit. Um, The only thing we didn't really customize in this area was the bouquet that I chose was the burgundy and blush bouquet which is, it's kind of cascading, but more it's the greenery that cascades on it. This bouquet was huge. And I've heard a lot of people say that you don't realize how heavy a bouquet is until you're holding it. And they are very right because this thing was huge. And to the point where Vicki Arndt was even shocked that this was even offered as a basic bouquet for escape because it looked like an upgraded bouquet and for that specifically they would not let me change any of the colors which looking back I'm glad that they wouldn't because the pictures turned out perfectly with the way the bouquet was already and then really the only other things that we did here was like you said you don't have to stick with the floral packages And I knew that I wanted petals at the altar just because we were doing a sand ceremony. So I just emailed Lindsay and she was able to give me a price for what it would be for only the petals at the altar. So we did that. And then I actually did silk bouquets for my sisters. My mom's friend is a florist. And so she made them for my sisters and they looked so real that both photography and videography thought that they were real bridesmaids bouquets. (laughs) So that was great. I mean, you really can customize this area. And if you don't want to spend, you know, what Disney floral charges for bridesmaids bouquets, silk bouquets are a great option because they're a lot cheaper. And if you get someone who does a great job, they look just like your bouquet. That's a great tip. And if you do decide you want real bouquets and you don't want to mess with an outside vendor or bringing your own, Disney can provide those, but they are going to be pretty pricey. Now, you can sometimes say, well, I want bridesmaids bouquets and they need to cost $75 and they need to be this color. Go for it. And they will come up with something that fits your budget. But yeah, often bringing your own bouquets, especially for bridesmaids or bringing boutonnieres or floral for the mothers, that can save you a lot of money. Yeah, I never realized how expensive simple flowers were until we also did a rose ceremony for our parents. And so we did four individual roses and four roses costed us about $45. So it's pretty, (laughs) the upcharge is pretty intense. So that's why, you know, looking back, if I had known that I maybe would have adjusted it and done something else. But then by the time I had asked about the rose ceremony, we were so set in it and it was so close to the wedding that I just said, okay, fine, we'll, we'll pay the $45 for four roses. (laughs) That's what they're counting on. (laughs) Exactly. That's how they get you. (laughs) Now the cake that comes with the package, you get to choose among some standard cake designs with the option to make a few color swaps. So I have photos of all the standard cake designs on fairytaleweddingsguide.com. A little birdie told me that there is in the works a new set of standard cake designs for Escape. So far, those have not shown up. But if you 
don't like any of them, keep your fingers crossed because it could be that maybe later this year they will come out with some new standard cake designs. The other thing is I keep pictures of old standard escape cake designs on my website because you can always ask for those. It isn't like once they stop putting it in the brochure, you can't get it anymore. And you can usually, if you're willing to pay for the difference of what it costs, you can usually ask them to customize the design. Now, if you want to have different flavors in each tier, you can do that at no extra charge unless you choose a flavor that triggers an upcharge like sometimes carrot cake or if you add chocolate chips, sometimes those will have a $25 upcharge. But generally, if you're just choosing from the standard flavor list, there's no extra charge to have one set of flavors, cake and filling in the top tier and a different set of cake and filling flavors in the bottom tier. We actually chose the Mickey's Delight cake, which is the cake that has the little Mickey heads all over it. And we chose that in silver. And we did a churro cake with churro filling. My husband and I went to the wedding showcase last February at Disney. And that's where we got to sample the churro cake. And I'm so glad that we went to that expo because if we hadn't you know, with Escape, you don't get a planning session. So we would have never tried this cake. And my husband doesn't even like cake. So when he liked the trail cake, I was like, yes, this is a done deal. And that's what we chose. And the closer we got, I heard that sometimes they were using nuts in the churro filling. And I just totally forgot to even tell Lindsay, you know, we want the crunch, not the, not the nuts. And luckily enough for us, there was the crunch in the churro filling. So it was definitely... Like you, Carrie, I love cake. So this was quite amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great to hear. And did they charge you an upcharge for choosing those flavors? They didn't. I actually asked Lindsay how much it would be um, of an upcharge if we did churro. And she said there's no upcharge for churro at all. Okay, great. So let me go over what the standard cake flavors are, but just know that if you're doing Escape, you can request any of the flavors offered for wishes. And you can see all of the flavors offered for wishes. It's like, they're like 60 choices on my website, on my cake page, that's on fairytaleweddingsguide.com, and in the wishes chapter of Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide. So if none of these are floating your boat, check out that complete list. And this is a list that I've compiled over years. So some of those things may not be on the current wishes list, but again, they've made them in the past. You just put in a request and they can make them for you now. But here are the standard flavor choices. So for cake, your standard escape flavor choices are chocolate, yellow, I know it's vanilla, but they call it yellow, marble, and almond. And then for cake filling choices, the standard ones are chocolate mousse, white chocolate mousse, strawberry mousse, raspberry mousse, chocolate buttercream, vanilla buttercream, caramel milk chocolate, orange scented milk chocolate, and amaretto with almond crunch. And for the decor, again, if you have a custom design you want or you want to change the colors or rearrange something, you can always request that and see if that's something you can get or you can pay for. You can also pay to add fresh flowers to the cake. So if you want to give it a little oomph. The florist will be happy to sell you some flowers to put on the cake, maybe that coordinate with your bouquet. And then the upgrade price is going to depend on what you pick. So what flowers you pick, what how complicated the design you want is. So in the past, they have applied a $200 credit. Like if you ask for a totally custom cake, they have counted the cake that comes in the package as a $200 credit. And then 
however much your cake costs on top of that you would pay but that again that's all subject to change so you definitely need to have your planner submit your request to the pastry team and then they'll come back and let you know how much it's going to cost now the other thing you can swap out is the musician so it comes with a violinist or if you're at the wedding pavilion you get a violinist and an organist but if you want to have a cellist instead of a violinist or a flautist or you want to have a steel drum trio they will happily charge you the full price of any of those musicians to have them instead there's no swapping one for the other without paying so the prices for most single musicians range from $665 to $875 so if you just want to have a guitarist instead of a violinist you're going to have to pay the full price of a guitarist but uh, one reason I often see that people want to swap out the violinist is they're afraid that they're not going to be able to get the songs they want. These violinists that they hire are so versatile and they're so talented that they can play pretty much anything you want. And if it's something that they've never seen before, you can send sheet music ahead of time and they will learn it. So I actually have an interview with Robert Kerr, who is one of their most popular violinists. And he talks about how, you know, he can take requests live at your champagne reception if guests say hey I want to hear the electrical light parade he can play that so I wouldn't worry about that you would only need to swap it out if you just don't like the sound of a violin and they will send you a list of suggested like you could play this for the wedding march you could play this for the recessional but you can ask for anything you want and again as long as you provide sheet music for songs that the musician doesn't know you are good to go but if you really do want to have recorded music, so you want to play a song from a soundtrack and you don't want to just hear it on the violin, you want to hear the actual recording, you can pay to add an iPod hookup. Now that price ranges depending on where you are, but if you're outdoors, it could be $800 or more because they're going to have to get a power drop in there and speakers and they often want to charge you somebody to run it. So it can be pretty pricey and often people either bring their own like a um, Bluetooth speaker or they just go with the included musician and have him or her play the song for them. The violinists are actually very talented. During our cake and champagne celebration, I was so caught up with cutting the cake and doing our dances and then talking with all of our family that while I heard the violinist, I didn't really fully hear him just because I was doing so many other things. But it's funny because even still, our family members talk about how amazing that violinist was. And it, it's just something that I guess to me, I didn't think would be that memorable, I want to say, just because it's, you know, oh, it's music, you know, it's part of, but no, like they, our families were so amazed that he was able to play anything they requested immediately and just did an amazing job. That's so great to hear. Now, another thing you can add to the package are characters and entertainers. So if you want to have Mickey or Goofy or Mickey and Goofy, Mickey and Minnie, the prices are $1,325 for one character, $1,900 for two characters, and $2,475 for three characters. And then each additional character at the same appearance costs $600. 
Now, some characters cannot appear together. So in that case, you would pay the single character price twice. So say you want to have Jiminy Cricket show up at the beginning. He's $1,325. And then later you want to have Rapunzel show up. She's another $1,325. And there are also restrictions about some characters. You have to pay for a backdrop. Sometimes the backdrops are free. Some characters simply cannot appear at certain locations because they don't fit the theme. So it can get kind of complicated. But if you want the Fab Five, you should have no trouble getting the Fab Five, and you can request different costumes for them. So your planner can send you pictures of the different costume options, or if you've seen a costume in a park or a parade, you can have them request it and see if they can get that for you. So that's something good to know. Remy, did you guys ever consider adding characters? I thought about it, but realistically, I knew that really our big splurge focus was heavy on the photography side of everything. So I knew that if I was able to talk Lee, my husband, into doing a character, we would have had to give up some of our photography. And ultimately for us, the photography was just much more important. But I think the character, the fact that they offer characters for escape is so great because for some people, you know, if they didn't have that option, wishes could be more appealing to them. So I think it's great that they do offer characters to escape because it still gives you that reception feel with your characters. Definitely. Yeah. And they don't have to be costume characters either. You could add an entertainer like the Major Domo, who is that guy who looks like, uh, you know, he's got a white powdered wig and a tricorn hat. And he, I think he's supposed to be from Cinderella. He can come in with the rings. He can announce you at the cake and champagne reception. So that's something else to consider if you're not into the costume character. There might be some entertainers who would fit your theme better. Another component of the package to talk about is the transportation. So the package comes with four consecutive hours of limo service. This means you can't just use two hours now and then ask to use two hours later on your trip. It has to be four hours of consecutive service. But if you don't need the limo, you can use it during another part of your stay. So if you're staying at the Grand Floridian, your ceremonies at the wedding pavilion, you're just going to have everybody walk between the two then you could ask to have the limo service maybe pick you up from the airport or take you to the port for your cruise or take you into town to get your marriage license. And that, again, would have to be consecutive. You can't break it up and have two trips, but it's kind of fun. You know, sometimes people use the limo to go to Disney Springs to have dinner. So if you don't need it, that's a good swap that you can make with the limo time. But what you can't swap the limo for is any of the specialty transportation. So that is things like Cinderella's glass coach, the Landau coach, a vintage car. You can add those to your package, but you're going to pay full price. You can't swap them for the limo. So Cinderella's glass coach is $3,500 right now. And so you can definitely add that if you want. But it's not real transportation. It's not going to go pick you up at the beach club and take you to the wedding pavilion. So if you do need real transportation, Disney has a lot of options for that if the limo doesn't fit the bill. The limo actually worked great for us. We were staying at Pop Century the week of our wedding. um, But the night before, I stayed in a one-bedroom villa at Saratoga Springs. So we did a first look the morning of our wedding at Saratoga Springs. And Then we just took the limo over to the Grand Floridian. And what was great about that is all of our families were bringing their cars to the wedding pavilion. So the limo waited for us at the Grand Floridian while we did pictures in the main lobby and then took us over to the wedding pavilion. And then after our ceremony, it took us 
back to the main building of the Grand Floridian for our cake and champagne celebration. And then since we actually decided to do extra photography after our cake and champagne celebration, so we didn't need the limo after it dropped us off for the celebration part. So, I mean, in my opinion, the limo is actually a great service, but I also like the fact that if you don't need it, you can still exchange it, for example, to take you to the port for your cruise. I actually didn't know that. And that's pretty neat because it's not like the port is right there. You have to drive a little bit. So that would be a pretty cool way to start your honeymoon. (laughs) Definitely. Now, the photography that comes with the package is two hours, so it usually starts about 30 minutes before the ceremony for a few portraits, and then it continues through the end of the cake and champagne reception. You get this small jasmine album and the disc or the USB drive of high-res images. You can add extra hours of photography with Disney for $225 each, Or you can do like Remy did and bring your own photographer. Now, it's interesting that Remy also used Disney for the ceremony, and then she had her own photographer before and after. And that's definitely something you can do. Disney will not send their photographer if you have an outside photographer doing the ceremony as well. So they don't like to have the two different types of photographers getting in each other's way. But definitely you could do one before and after or you can swap the included ceremony photography and just hire an outside photographer to shoot the whole thing from start to finish, including the ceremony. And when you do that, you're not going to get a credit from Disney Fine Art Photography, but you can, instead of having ceremony photography, you could have an enhanced family portrait photo session, which is a one-hour session at one of the resorts with one photographer. It comes with a website of images and an archival disc with the copyright release, so you can print your images up to 30 inches by 40 inches. And you would make your own reservation for that. You don't have to have your planner do that for you. You can just call the number 407-934-4004. And it has to be scheduled the week that you're doing your event. So when you call, you mention that you're scheduling it instead of having your Disney photographer at your escape collection wedding, and then they work it so that it's free for you. The other thing you could swap for if you don't want a family portrait session is dessert party photos. So if you did add a dessert party later on in the night or on a different day during your event, and you're not going to use Disney's photography for your wedding, they will send a photographer to your dessert party for up to one and a half hours. You get a website and you get all of the images on disk or a USB drive. The one thing you cannot swap the included wedding photography for is any kind of bridal portrait session, like the Magic Kingdom bridal session that happens before the park opens. You are welcome to add that starting at $2,400, but there's no credit from the package that can be applied toward that. And if you do want to have outside photography, They are not going to count against your guest limit, which is great, but if you're inside a park, they will charge you a media guide fee for an outside photographer of $150. So that's so that there can be a person to shadow your photographer, although most of the local photographers like David and Vicky, who Remy used, they do so many Disney weddings. They know where to go and what what they can do and what they can't do. (laughs) So, So that could be something that would be a good option for you. Remy, can you talk about how you decided to break up the photos between Disney and the Arnts? 
because photography was so important to us, we really wanted to get as much out of it as we could. And since Disney offers the two hours of Disney fine art photography included, we knew that we weren't going to do an enhanced family portrait session. And we we did do a dessert party, but we actually just did the happily ever after dessert party. So it's not it wasn't a dessert party that we could have necessarily exchanged that for because we just did it kind of differently. So I really didn't know if it was going to be possible but when I reached out to Vicki, I basically told her, you know, this is what I'm thinking. I would really like it if you guys could shoot from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and then take a break while Disney Fire Photography shoots our ceremony and cake and champagne celebration. And then Lee and I would love to go back with you guys from once the cake and champagne celebration ended until about 4.30. And Vicki talked to David and they said yes. And it was perfect. And in my opinion, we ended up having the best of both worlds because David and Vicky aren't, I mean, their photos are absolutely amazing. They do so many Disney weddings. They know what you want, what you don't want. And, and they really were able to do everything. And at the same time, we still did get to use Disney photography and we actually got the photographer that we requested, which was Ollie. And what's funny about that is we actually had to do, we did portrait sessions as well, but because of the time we got married in December, the parks were already on like the blockout mode for their portrait sessions. So we actually had to do our portrait sessions two weeks before our wedding. Michael Vu did our Magic Kingdom and Epcot park shoots, and we loved him so much that we actually added him on as a second photographer for our wedding. So we had Ollie and Michael two photographers for our ceremony and cake and champagne celebration. And then we had the aunts for everything else. And for us, it just, it was the perfect two dream teams, honestly. That's a great tip. You know, especially the idea of having two photographers at the ceremony because the escape package includes one photographer, but you get so many more angles and so many different points of view if you can have two. So that might be an upgrade that would be worth adding if you are sticking with Disney photography for your escape collection. Yeah, definitely. And it also, when we added Michael on, our coordinator let us know that our photo album would also be upgraded since we added a second photographer. So with Escape, you get the 20 photo album and it actually upgrades to 40 when you add that second photographer. And like you said, you get so many different angles. And for me, it was really important to get those magical shots of me and my dad right before we walked down the aisle. And ultimately, we loved Michael. But the main reason that we added him as a photographer is because I had seen what he was capable of when he did our park shoots. And I knew that he would get the exact shots that I wanted him to get of me and my dad right before we were going to walk down the aisle because that is such an intimate moment. And while I understand that they obviously want one photographer in the wedding pavilion waiting for you to walk down the aisle so they can get everyone's reactions, it was also just as important to me that we also got those intimate photos as well of me and my dad. That's a really great point. Do you remember how much they charged you for the extra photographer? Yes, they charged me three fifty, which to me I didn't think that was that was that bad, honestly. Yeah, because if they're charging two twenty five for one hour of photography with one photographer and here you got them for longer than an hour, that sounds pretty good. 
Yeah, exactly. And then it was great. And, you know, like I said, we did our portrait sessions two weeks before our wedding. Um, we had Michael Vu for the Magic Kingdom and Epcot shoots. And since we did have to do it two weeks before our wedding, we actually did a first look at Magic Kingdom um, in front of the castle, which that was great because that meant that we got to go to our portrait session earlier than everyone else. So it felt like we had so much more time, even though it still goes by so quickly, we still had more time because we were there earlier for our first look and then we could proceed with the route that we chose. And then the next day we actually did Animal Kingdom and Stephanie Caldwell was our photographer for that. And we love Stephanie. She did our engagement photos. She did my boudoir shoot and we really lucked out between Disney Final Photography and the arts for all of our wedding stuff. It was it was pretty great. That's fantastic. How did the first look work? Like, did you blindfold your fiance or how did you guys get to the park and have him not see you? <laughs> so we did. So actually, what we did was we stayed at the Polynesian that weekend, which I'm so glad that we did because it put us so close to Magic Kingdom. And Stacy from Fairytale Hair and Makeup is the one who has done my hair and makeup for everything. And she came to our room that morning, got me ready. I wasn't so concerned with my husband seeing my face like being all done up. It was more of him seeing me in my dress that I really wanted that first look for. So as Stacy was finishing up with my makeup, I told him to go ahead and, you know, get dressed, go to the lobby, meet Michael out there because we had already told Michael that this was the first look. So he was well aware of the plan. So then they called me whenever they were all ready and Lee was blindfolded. And then I came out to the van. Interesting, when they're actually driving you to Magic Kingdom, your fiance cannot be blindfolded for, I'm assuming, liability reasons. And if an accident <laughs> would happen, yeah. So I was like, close your eyes, do not open your eyes. <laughs> so <laughs> once, and he told me though, he said, when we pulled into Magic Kingdom, I didn't look at you because he was sitting in the front seat. He said, but I had to open my eyes and just see how awesome it was that we were in there that early and no one else was there. Aww. So <laughs> we did that. And then um, they got him out of the, the van and positioned him right in front of the partner statue and had him turned around and then brought me out. And we did the first look that way. And it was, it was so neat. And, you know, what's funny is... I didn't even want a first look at all. So I was, you know, normally it's the groom that's against it. This is, this was my husband's second marriage. And so for him, he's like, you know, I don't really see the big deal of doing a first look. You know, I think that'd be totally fine. And I was the one against it. So when I called Disney Fine Art Photography and they told me that we really, the only way we could get Christmas decor in our photos was to come two weeks earlier that really threw me a curveball and so I went from not wanting a first look on our wedding day to doing portrait sessions two weeks before our wedding and I can tell you I am so so happy that we did it that way and now anytime I see a bride in the Diz Brides group that is wondering if they should do a first look I comment on it and tell her my story because I was that person who did not even want one at all. And then I turned into someone who had portrait sessions two weeks before their wedding. And it does not take away from anything on your wedding day. 
side tangent, but I just think it's so important that, you know, people understand that it really doing a first look doesn't take away from that moment that you walk down the aisle because it still is just as special in my opinion. That's so great to hear because I completely agree and I'm constantly encouraging couples to do a first look because it allows you to have that intimate moment together before the wedding, in your case, two weeks before the wedding, (laughs) but before all the craziness of the wedding starts and you aren't stuck at the altar like deer in the headlights where you can't say anything to each other. You can talk to each other. You can hold hands. You can smooch if you want to. And it's really helpful, especially if you're somebody who's anxious or shy in front of crowds, it can be great to do a first look and just sort of have that special moment together. And as Remy said, you'll still have that impact when you see each other coming down the aisle for your actual wedding because it's still a special moment, but you've had that intimate moment together before everybody else got there, which is just priceless. And it allows you more time to take more photos. In Remy's case, she got, you know, all these wonderful bridal portraits she never could have done if they hadn't had a first look. So yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, exactly. And since we did it two weeks before, we actually did, Stacy did one look on me for the Magic Kingdom Epcot Day, and then a completely different look for Animal Kingdom Day, which was awesome because I essentially had two hair and makeup trials and got to decide which one I wanted to do for the wedding. And that was awesome. I mean, it's some people, you know, you're lucky sometimes to get one, but to get two, it, it was great. And And it was nice because we actually, so we did our park shoots December 1st and December 2nd, and we got all of our park shoot photos back right before we left to go to our wedding. So on December 12th, I mean, we got them back so quickly. So when we actually got married, I was able to go ahead and throw a picture up on Facebook because I already had it. So that was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Great tip. Okay, so going back to the package, the last thing to know about the Escape Collection package is the officiant is not included. So Disney has a list of preferred officiants, and if you choose one of those people, they will not count toward your guest limit. If you bring your own officiant, that person will be counted if they stay for the reception. So if you hire another local Orlando officiant and they take off after the ceremony, that's fine. They're not a guest. But if you bring your childhood youth pastor or your best friend officiates for you, that person who is coming to your champagne reception, they are counted as a guest. And I have a whole show about how to choose an officiant that can help you with that. The ones on Disney's list are great. You can see lots of reviews and videos of them online. They usually charge around $250 to $300. Some charge a little bit more. And then you can also, if you do want to have a friend marry you or a family member, you can have them get ordained online via places like the Universal Life Church, and they will be able to officiate. They just fill out this little form online. They get a little thing that says that they have an official license. Florida's rules around what constitutes uh, an officiant license are very loosey-goosey. So pretty much anybody can do it as long as they get that little paper. But just know that that person is going to count toward your guest count. So if you are kissing the limit, that's something to consider. So we actually had Cameron Edgar from Sensational Ceremonies as our officiant. Originally, when we booked the morning ceremony for the Memories Collection, Glenn Ferguson was our officiant. However, when we upgraded to noon, he was unavailable at that time. But he did a great job of immediately linking us with someone within his group that could do our ceremony. And 
they did a great job. So I have nothing but great things to say about Sensational Ceremonies as a company. Oh, that's great. So the timeline of an escape wedding or vow renewal goes like this. About 30 minutes before the ceremony, the photographer will take bridal portraits. You can do them together or separately. If you've had a first look, you can do them together and save time. All of the guests will assemble in the lobby of the hotel that is closest to your ceremony site. And then they will start to be led to the ceremony site. And the last person to the site is the bride. If you're two brides, you get to figure out who's going to arrive first and who's going to be second. And you could go in fancy transportation. If you decide to add the carriage or a vintage car, you can make a grand entrance in that. The ceremony lasts about 10 to 15 minutes. It's not very long. And then the cake and champagne reception follows immediately. So as I mentioned, there are chairs and tables there for your guest. If you're having a character appearance, they will show up at that point after the ceremony is over. The characters cannot come to the actual ceremony. The characters stay for about 30 minutes. They stage the cake cutting with you. They take photos with you and everybody else. They'll dance with you for a little bit. It's a great opportunity to take photos with the characters. And then when it's over, the cake gets boxed up and put in the limo. So if you are going to lunch afterwards or back to your hotel or whatever, Disney will put your cake in its original cake box. You don't have to bring a box and put it in the limo for you to take with you wherever you're going. So our timeline was a little different from that, but only because we added so much. That's what's great about the escape collection is that you can either do exactly how your planning kit states and how your coordinator tells you the day is going to go, or you can add certain things in and make your day more unique for you and your spouse. And for us, that's exactly what we did between the photography and we actually added videography a week before our wedding. I do not recommend this. Do not add it a week before your wedding. <laughs> because <laughs> luckily enough for us, since we were getting married on a Monday, you know, Trinity was available and they did a fantastic job. But um, yeah, so for us, we added videography as well. So there's just so many ways that you can customize this timeline and really make it unique to yourself. And that's one of the main things that I love about this package. That's a great tip. So after the ceremony, you got your cake in the limo. After that, there are several different choices you can make. A lot of people, probably most people, make a restaurant reservation. So if you have your reservation any place but inside a theme park, you can wear your bridal attire. So often people will use this to go to, say, a character meal at the Grand Floridian or at the Contemporary and get photos with the characters in their wedding gown, in their tux, and that's a really great low-cost option. If you do go to the parks, most of the parks prevent most types of bridal attire. It's the, the regulations vary depending on who's enforcing it that day. So I just generally suggest you don't try to show up in a wedding gown and get into a park. They might let you in, but they might not. You will need admission to the parks also. So if you want to take everybody to Cinderella's Royal Table, great, but everybody's going to have to have a park ticket. And one thing to consider is that often a lot of the resort restaurants at the Disney resorts are not open at lunch. And this was one of the things that actually when we were considering escape at the very beginning started to get me looking at wishes was because it just didn't seem like I could time out a ceremony with a reservation at a restaurant that would flow very well. It was like I was going to have to wait till the restaurant opened at five or there was going to be a gap or something. So Remy, how did you handle that? What we did is our Ceremony was at noon. The cake and champagne celebration ended at 
between 1.30 and 1.45. And at that point, we told our families, you know, go back to the hotel, rest, change, and we'll meet you guys at Magic Kingdom because we had all purchased dessert party tickets for Happily Ever After. And so they went back and I'm assuming they had lunch. I'm not sure now that I think of it. Um, They probably snacked on a few things. But then, you know, Lee and I did the rest of our photography. And then we went back, changed, and met them at Magic Kingdom. And for us, that worked perfectly because it allowed us to have the time for all the photography, but yet still spend the evening with all of our family members and celebrate our marriage with Happily Ever After, which... Lee and I both love so much. And Monday night was actually the last night that our families would be there. So it was also like a great way to end this huge family vacation with a dessert party and the fireworks. That's great. And there aren't any opportunities to have private dessert parties inside Magic Kingdom to see Happily Ever After. So buying tickets to the general public dessert party like Remy did can be a great way to get a great view of the show. Otherwise, if you do want to have a private dessert party or a catered event, you're going to be back at the Grand Floridian Marina or at the Contemporary Port Cochere, which is the parking lot for the convention center. So that's great that you were able to work it out without having to go through a private catered event. Yeah, we loved it. And my grandmother actually purchased almost everyone's dessert party ticket. And so since the since the reservation was pretty much for everyone, they actually, when we arrived, they had already set aside a large table for all of us to sit at and had, you know, reserved on it. And so that was great because we all got to sit together during the dessert party. That's really nice. That's great that they did that for you. Yeah, that was great. It was a great surprise. And then When they found out that we had gotten married that day, they actually brought out these specialty desserts for my husband and I that said, you know, congratulations. And then something else that I thought was just so nice is they took note of who were couples in our group and they also brought them specialty desserts, which I just thought was a really nice touch. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) So some other options after the escape ceremony, if you want to eat at a restaurant, but you want a more private location, some of Disney's restaurants have private rooms. So if you have Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, in the escape chapter, I have a list of the restaurants at the resorts that have private rooms. I usually recommend The Wave because they are one of the few restaurants that's open for lunch, and then they have a very low food and beverage minimum for reserving their private room. So that can be a good cross. It's not quite as expensive as doing a catered event, but it's a little bit more private than just having a regular restaurant reservation. But if you do want to have a catered event, so this is a private event, as I mentioned, it's two hours, no DJ, but you have a meal. You can plan that through your wedding planner, which makes it really easy. You don't have to call Disney's catered events. There's no minimum expenditure the way there is with Disney's catered events. Just there might be per person minimums depending on the location you choose. There might be an overall food and beverage minimum, like some of the locations at the convention center, which don't have any food and beverage minimum if you're doing a wishes event. When you're doing an escape event, because you're not meeting these big high overall minimums that wishes includes for escape, they do have a room specific food and beverage minimum. So it could be that you have to spend $1,000 if you want to use this room or $3,500 if you want to use that room. So your planner can tell you what they are. But it's great because it's completely private. You can customize the menus to have pretty much anything you want on them. And it's very easy to just 
have everybody go to that rather than to have to make a reservation. But it is more expensive than making a reservation. And then you could also, instead of or in addition to, you could add a dessert party. So this can also be added through your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Planner. And like I mentioned, there are viewing areas for Happily Ever After at the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary. And then at Epcot, there are viewing areas all around the lagoon, which is great. And then in Hollywood Studios, they have fantastic dessert parties that you can add using the private locations at the back of the amphitheater. Animal Kingdom so far has not set aside any areas for private dessert parties for Rivers of Light. They can do what they call a mix-in, which is where they let you sit in the reserve section that the people who buy dining packages go to, but they don't have a way to set up your own private space with a catered party the way you can do at Epcot and at Hollywood Studios. Now, if you plan this through Disney's catered events for some reason and not through your Disney's fairy tale wedding planner, you will not be able to wear wedding attire inside the parks. So I highly recommend that if you want to have some kind of catered event or a dessert party inside the parks, just plan it through your Disney's fairy tale weddings planner. You don't need to call Disney catered events, which is a separate department. They now have a minimum expenditure that you have to pay if you want to do an event through them. You don't need to hassle with any of that. Your escape wedding coordinator can plan all of this for you. The prices for the venue fees and the food and beverage minimums for dessert parties are the same whether you're having escape and wishes. So if you look in chapter five of my book, it's called Additional Events. It has all of the food and beverage minimums and the venue fees for all the different dessert party locations. So you can just look in there and see what it's going to cost for the place that you want to use. And if you're interested in getting pricing for any kind of add-on like flowers or decor, entertainment, transportation, any of those things that you can add to the escape collection, those prices are in the escape chapter of my book and in the wishes chapter. So the wishes chapter has really detailed pricing like how much a votive costs and how much an aisle runner costs and all that stuff. So even though you're having escape, flip to the wishes chapter and you're going to have all of the prices that you are interested in. So one question I see a lot is, how do I decide between escape and wishes? Because if you are having a small group that fits within the guest limit for escape, sometimes you might be interested in wishes because it seems more customizable. What I find most of the time is that people who are on the fence and they have a small group end up doing escape because you really can customize an escape event to have almost the same kinds of things that you would get with wishes. You just can't use all of the ceremony locations available with wishes. But when you do customize an escape, just know that you're going to have to do a lot of this legwork yourself. So escape is designed to be an easy package for Disney to plan where you check the boxes and they they really pull it together for you in a couple of weeks at the end of the process. You're not going to get as much hand-holding from your planner as you might get with wishes, and you're going to have to do your planning through email. Now they do have, I think they say that they let you have two calls. I don't know if they actually hold you to that, but there's no in-person planning session the way there is with wishes. So if you are really into planning and customization and detail, you might find yourself limited by escape. But I find most of the couples I talk to who tried to decide and they ended up with escape and then they customized the heck out of it, they were perfectly happy with what they ended up with. Yeah, that's honestly one of the reasons I love the escape package so much is because, you know, if you wanted to have the smaller wedding, but then still add certain unique touches that the wishes package offers, you can do that, like the carriage, for example, and you, but yet still be in that escape package 
bundle. So it definitely offers plenty of options for everyone. Now, Remy, do you have any other tips for people who might be considering the Escape Collection? I would say to first decide if Escape is good for you, meaning the guest count. For us, we decided when, I mean, we went from, you know, planning to elope to upgrading to Escape. So that was easy for us because in that moment, we knew that we would only have immediate family members at our wedding. And your friends will understand if they can't physically be at your wedding if you tell them that this is a family-only ceremony. Because we knew that so many people would still want to be there with us, David with Trinity actually gave us the live stream option, which we did. And I'm so happy because he was able to live stream our ceremony and we were actually able to send the link to all of our friends and extended families that wanted to watch. And we ended up having a lot of people watch that live stream. And it was just really neat because I think that maybe part of the reason some people are hesitant to do escape is thinking, oh, you know, I can only have 18 people there. What about all these other people that would want to see me get married? And the live stream option really does give you that opportunity to let everyone be there with you. I would say that when you choose escape or, or really with any of these packages that you choose, always communicate with your coordinator because your coordinator can do more than you realize. For us, you know, if I hadn't asked Lindsay about doing our cake and champagne celebration at Citricos, we never would have gotten it because I wouldn't have asked. And I'm so glad that I did because we got it. And actually right before we walked into our cake and champagne celebration, a cast member from the restaurant came out and gifted us this beautiful picture frame that inside had, I'm not sure if it's a drawing or a painting. I think it actually might be a drawing of the Grand Floridian. And it says, you know, the Grand Floridian, but it also says Citricos. And it says both of our names and the date that we got married. And that is something that even though, you know, it was such a little touch on our wedding day, it's something that Lee and I talk about all the time. And we have that picture frame already up in our house because that it was just such a nice thing for them to do. Because I feel like maybe, you know, sometimes cast members aren't used to seeing a lot of weddings in their specific area that they work. And Citricos would definitely be one of these areas. So really, you find that when you choose Escape and you do these smaller areas, you're going to come in contact with cast members that aren't used to seeing weddings every day in their specific area. And they really go the extra mile to really make your day special. And then the last tip I would say it kind of goes along with the communicating with your coordinator. Lindsay was great about making sure that the limo actually came to us early. We initially, with the escape package, your limo is scheduled to pick the groom up an hour before the ceremony and to pick the bride up about 40 minutes before the ceremony. Since Lee and I were already together because we had already done our first look, we actually had the limo pick us up at 10 a.m. from Saratoga Springs. And when we arrived at the Grand Floridian, Lindsay was already there, had my bouquet because she wanted to make sure that I could still get photos before the ceremony with my bouquet. So that's just something that always, always, always communicate with your coordinator because they really do go the extra mile to make sure that they do everything they can to make your day perfect. These are great tips. 
Well, Remy, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in the Escape Collection at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.